Hi guys, welcome back to the Wellness Radio. I am your host, Anika. In this topic, we are going to talk about how your menstrual cycle affects athletic performance and nutrition. So there's a lot of information out there. So it's my job to do all the research and try to simplify this as easy as as possible for the general population. Okay, let's dive in. There are a lot of scientific studies exploring how fluctuation of hormones across the menstrual cycle can lead to different outcomes in training, right? So let's touch on the basic knowledge first. Some research has found that strength training during your follicular phase. Now, what is follicular phase? First of March, you get your period. Day one. Up till 14 March, two weeks. Period until ovulation, two weeks. This is your follicular stage, okay? In this stage, uh, it has shown that it's resulted in higher increase in muscle strength compared to training in your luteal phase. Now, what is luteal phase? Luteal phase is from 15 March, your ovulation, right till the end of the month when you're going to hit your new uh, menstrual cycle the following month, okay? So again, follicular stage is 1st of March, you get your menses all the way to 15, 2 weeks, 15 March. That's your follicular phase. And then luteal phase is when you're ovulating right all the way to your next periods, the last two weeks, that's your luteal phase. Now, if you start paying attention to your cycle phases, you may find your strength training pays off the most in your follicular phase and we can use it to our advantage. So in the second part of your cycle, the luteal phase, which is two weeks prior to your period, progesterone rises significantly. So your body is preparing for potential uh, pregnancy. Should an egg have been fertilized as a result of um, ovulation. So as a result, you might find that you don't have as much endurance during your luteal phase. You may not be able to hit maximum lift. You may feel worse in training compared to the first part of your cycle. So don't judge the result of your training based on your performance in this uh, luteal phase alone. Decreased performance is perfectly normal. Um, so listen up. Schedule or take more rest days in the second part of your cycle, which is the luteal phase, two weeks before your menses. So if you want to be smarter, you can take a deload week. You can uh, rest a little bit more uh, during your luteal phase. Also, if you want to take time off from training for a vacation, your luteal phase is a great time to take it in order to reduce impact on your strength goal. So the next question is, um, so how do I train in my luteal phase, aka your weaker time? At this luteal phase, two weeks prior to your menses, you may experience the normal premenstrual cycle, PMS, during this two week, right? This can include changes in your mood, your fatigue level, your increased water retention, and sometimes constipation and diarrhea among uh, women. There, those are some of the symptoms. Some studies suggest that women may experience decreased performance during this phase. So try to save your higher intensity workout until your luteal phase is over. As this is when your heart is working slightly harder than normal, you'll reach a higher heart rate more quickly, especially when training in warmer temperatures like Singapore. For this, this means you can reduce your training load by 
decreasing the weight use or number of repetition or set, reducing the number of resistance sessions you do per week, focusing more on cardiovascular training. But you know, guys, don't try to fight your psychology. If you're feeling tired, fatigued, unmotivated, which is very, very normal at this luteal phase, try a different kind of movement. Uh, do yoga, do pilates or something like that. That way you don't feel defeated when you're not achieving the same results you were two weeks ago. Any movement, anything to get yourself active, like hit your steps is better than nothing. Okay, so that's a summary of your luteal phase and how you should train two weeks prior to your training. Now, your strongest part from your ovulation date, 15 March, all the way till the end of the March. Okay, uh, how do I train in my follicle follicular stage some studies suggest resistant training during your follicular phase will result in more strength gains than just training in the luteal phase itself so for you this means focusing on increasing your repetition your sets or even weights for exercises in your program known uh, as um, progressive uh, overloading right so try what you can do is within this luteal uh, phase uh, sorry follicular phase you increase the number of days per week you do resistant training you incorporate exercise uh, more like compound exercise workouts such as squat deadlift chest press military presses which will challenge group of muscles all at one go that's the whole idea of a, a compound lift you can um Aim to use these two weeks of window of opportunity to optimize your muscle growth and strength. Now, studies has also shown immediately before ovulation occurs, which ends the follicular phase and begin the luteal phase, like one, two days before your ovulation, estrogen levels have peaked. This means that a few days before ovulation, you may find you're able to achieve some personal record, also known as one rep max in the bodybuilding world, or crossfit world during your resistant workout so i repeat the best time to hit your one rep max this means the heaviest lift you can do for one rep is one to two days before your ovulation so girl get it girl we get it with your partner at night for your ovulation get it with the barbells in the gym too now weight gain during menses is it normal during a period it's normal to gain about mm, i would say one to three kilos yes guys is very normal that goes away um after a few days of menses weight gain and um and bloating or sore feeling in your abdominal uh common symptoms symptoms during uh, your period you might feel this way for a couple of number of reasons obviously hormonal changes can cause weight gain by increasing water retention during the days before your period estrogen and progesterone rapidly increase right so this tells your body that it's time for menstruation body temperature goes up estrogen and progesterone also control the way your body regulates fluid when these hormones fluctuate the tissue in your body accumulate more water this result in water reset retention or to some extreme is even called edema water retention may cause swelling or puffiness even in your boobs your stomachs um that sometimes when your menses is coming you can feel like uh, you like increase your cup size for a reason <laughs> that's the whole idea uh, and they feel more tender it's very normal period bloating or stomach cramps uh, can make your clothes feel tight and uncomfortable and mess up your head a little bit but this isn't true weight gain but you might feel like you've gained a few kilos but during your period it's not rocket science to know that hormonal changes can increase gas and in your gi tract and cause you to bloat too so to conclude don't panic it's not that you're making you're not making progress. It's just water weight 
it will go away. If you're not mentally strong, avoid tracking your weight during this period as it will only discourage you. So don't sabotage your mental well-being. Remember, your body serves more than just looks. It, it, it can create a beautiful human out of it. So be kind to your body and remember, it's just water fluctuation and it will get back to normal. Okay, so now let's move on to nutrition. Changes in macronutrients need during your cycle. The way our body metabolizes macronutrient, particularly carbohydrates and protein, can change throughout our cycle. So for example, carbs. As, uh, as progesterone and estrogen rises in your luteal phase two weeks before your menses, external carb sources therefore become critical for energy during exercise. So the take home here that you need to remember that female athletes preparing for an endurance event, endurance is more to like long distance running and everything like that, in the luteal phase two weeks prior to your menses should make sure they're eating adequate carbs during the event to meet your increasing need and demand your body is going through. So increase your carb intake. The next one, let's go to protein. Um, protein catabolism also known as the breakdown of muscle. You don't want this to happen, okay? It's already so hard for a natural girl to put on muscle. The last thing you want is to break down your muscle. So, protein catabolism, not a good thing, has also been shown to peak with progesterone level in the luteal phase. So, increasing your protein needs during this part of your woman's cycle uh, is very important. Uh, therefore, you can consider upping your protein intake during your luteal phase or consume like BCAA, especially... If it's in a bigger or higher intensity training cycle. Now, fats. Good fats, I mean. Like your avocados, your peanut butter, your nuts, uh, your oils. Ladies, I can stress how important good fat is for us women. Even for me, whenever I feel like okay, I'm dieting down for uh, for months leading to a photo shoot that I need to look good, for example. Uh, side note, I am someone who excel better with higher carb as compared to higher fats uh, when I'm losing uh, fat. So normally, when I'm dieting down for a photo shoot, I will my my fat content is very low, and whenever I go so low in my fat content, I realize that I I experience mental fog. I cannot think very well. My hormones are whack, and at that moment, the moment I increase back my good fat intake, like boom, my mental clarity came back. So I always take like things like fish oils. I think fish oil is like very underrated. People talk so much about prime rose oil, L-carnitine for fat loss, but not so much on our fish oil. It's very important to have it, guys. It You might not see the result now, but it's like longevity, like 20 years down the road. You might not have like joint problems that a lot of people at your peers 20 years later might feel. I mean, fish oil also have plenty of benefits to our skin elasticity too, right? Uh, so like, get that in your mind as much as SK2 is like bomb.com. How we internally take care of what we consume makes new and great cells for our skin too. So sidetrack ladies, do not eliminate fats from your diet. I feel like a woman need more good fats um, than men itself because it's a crucial aspect towards our hormone level. So I'm not asking you to eat a whole bag of um, 700 calories of nuts, but make sure that like you eat healthy nuts, uh, avocados, um, peanut butter, um oils, olive oil, and this and that. Try to incorporate that daily in your diet, uh, regardless of the time of the month. It's just in general good for us. Um, now let's look at overall calorie changes during your cycle. Studies shown that mm, women tend to eat more in their luteal phase leading to their period. I mean like, <laughs> no shit Sherlock, I feel like I can eat an entire restaurant in this phase as our body experiences cravings and hormones. Um, and so it's much 
smarter to plan your refeed days, to plan your cheat meal days in your luteal phase, two weeks prior to your menses. Um, now, during your follicular stage, which is the start of your period to 14 days later, make full use of this time um, as you already have a better mindset, better hormones, more control craving to fully adhere to your nutrition. Uh, now, now, I'm not saying your pre-menses week, you got to like go berserk. No. But the whole idea of this podcast is to shed light on how to train eat smarter around your cycle, right? So planning ahead for your refeed, your events, your holidays would be a great after you understand more knowledge. So, wow, that's a lot of information in under 15 minutes. But I do read a lot of uh, books, uh, videos, um, articles and try to condense it as easy as possible. Um Look, if you're a man, you, you you should benefit from this too because you probably are a trainer, you have a client, obviously you have a wife, you have a child, you have a uh, your daughter that is playing sports in school. You can educate them. It's okay. It's it's about time that men talk about uh, uh, dads, I would say, talk about period to their kids too and how they can excel better in sports. And there's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, women too, like stop this taboo. Like we all have periods. So like, <laughs> let's talk about it more. And... Um, yeah, I hope that this is insightful. I have basically covered like the basic knowledge on the cycle terms, how to train around the cycle. Is it normal to gain weight on your cycle? How to utilize macronutrient and calories to your potential, best time to take rest days and a lot more. Wow, okay. I hope you learned a lot and I hope this podcast add value to your life. Please share it with someone else, guys. I'm not profiting anything from this. I'm just... um educating you guys uh, and I hope you enjoy it and I'm not very sure what my next podcast is you can drop me a DM uh, you can just let me know what would you like to know more uh, in the future if I can I would like to interview more people in the fitness industry so that we can help inspire one another uh, thank you so much for listening please uh, share my podcast in your Instagram in your stories to your friends to your cousin to your mom to your grandpa to your dog to your cats and you can screenshot and tag me I would like to thank you personally for it thank you so much guys see you in the next podcast bye